10 Minute Tales from the Road. Doug here from TravelRight.today. Welcome to today's podcast. You in the car? At the gym? Looking at Facebook? Scroll, scroll, scroll. Like, like, like. Scroll, scroll, scroll. So, we say it every January, and I'm going to repeat it here now. This year, everything will be different. Then, we start making lists, ways to really show 2020 who's the boss. So today, I'd like to talk about your top 10 travel resolutions. Number one, stop putting it off. Make travel a priority, not something you do only if you can find some extra cash in the couch cushions or your buddies getting married on the beach, more on that later, or grandma leaves you an inheritance. Regular travel helps you and your children in so many ways. It improves social skills, draws you out of your regular self. It increases your threshold for uncertainty, and this shores up your confidence. Travel shows you how beautiful the world is, and not just a picture of it on the Instagram. Travel gives you a better worldview. And one more, it helps you get to know yourself a bit better. Number two. Plan ahead. If you're a regular listener, you know I hammer people over the head with this. Bludgeon, in fact. Before you start thinking about money, you think about what kind of experience you want. Do you want adventure? Do you want relaxation? Urban craziness? Nature? Sand? Elephants? What's going to make you happiest? Then move on to where you're going and who's coming along. More than 50% of people who travel regularly are doing something specific. Kayaking, visiting a university friend, going somewhere historic, making a pilgrimage, or ticking a bucket list. Get making that list. Number three, please, no more whirlwind tours of places from now on. No more visiting every major city in Italy in one week, or spending one day in one country and then moving on to the next one. You know, I didn't like France, but I found Spain very interesting. What? You were there for a day. Take your time to get to know a place, what the people are like, their way of life, what and where they eat. Learning how another culture has fun is way more fun than living out of a suitcase for a week. Number four, don't get in a rut. Don't keep visiting the same place over and over again. No-brainers are okay, but you can be more creative than that. It's nice to go back to a familiar place and deepen your appreciation of it for sure. People tell me they go to the same beach because they can just drop their bags and start relaxing immediately. They don't have to wait until Wednesday to settle down. They already know it there. To me, that's like eating the same meal over and over again for the rest of my life. You need to break it up a bit. Number five, be more patient. No more hurry up and have fun. I mean patience in every sense, with travel in general, getting from A to B, with fellow travelers and slowpokes and idiots, with service staff, with people who don't speak English. So many times I see people getting in a snit because no one speaks English. Um, you're in Brazil, asshole. Number six, and this is related, leave lots of time. last minute and travel don't mix. I was changing planes one time. I can't remember where. 
and I knew my next plane was just a few gates down in the same terminal, so I relaxed a bit, only to discover there was a whole other security line that I had to go through. Barely made it. Number seven, explore a bit more. Don't just go to a country and then stay inside and read your book. Get out and do things. Make every holiday minute count, as the slogan goes. Number eight, eat what the Romans are eating. I mean this figuratively, although there's plenty of lovely food in Rome, as you would imagine. I mean, step outside the taste bud box. Don't turn your nose up at textures or ingredients you're not used to. You know when you go to a food market in, like, the Caribbean or somewhere, and it's filled with fruits and vegetables you've never seen before? Guess what? They're delicious. So, ask questions. Watch what other people are buying. Eat at the nearby food stalls and try things. Be a sport. Such a world of taste out there. Number nine. This is a good one. Don't worry about the cost of things while you're doing them. Plenty of time for that when you get home. You're going to get home and think, yeah, I should have spent that extra $25 and done that cool thing. You can eat popcorn and pancakes and water for a month if you have to afterward. In the meantime, live it up. And number 10, less talking, more listening. Today's spotlight is on the Florida Keys. We hopped in a rented convertible in South Beach and headed south to the most southerly place in the whole USA, Key West. Ever since I saw Jamie Lee Curtis holding on for dear life to a helicopter skid and yelling for Arnold Schwarzenegger to help her, in true lies, I think, I've been wanting to drive on the overseas highway. You need a minimum four days. Put your first night at Key Largo, the next at Duck Key or Marathon, and then spend two nights in Key West, which is the crazy party town, super casual, lots of nice food, amazing sunsets, crazy, kind of lawless. You hit the heritage highlights like Ernest Hemingway's or Tennessee Williams' houses. No, they certainly did not live together. And you drink at the watering holes made famous in the 1930s. You get out on the water or in it or under it. The coral reef is the only one in the continental U.S. We hit a clothing-optional pool party that was fun. Eyes up, everybody. On the highway itself, there are these stunning seascapes to drink in, along with super decent craft beers, I think. The roadhouse-style eateries with their big wooden terraces. We also went to a butterfly conservatory, a turtle hospital, and a scuba diving museum. Clean, quirky fun from start to finish. I'm writing stories about the keys for In Magazine and CAA Magazine. Check out the first one soon at inmagazine.ca. Plan your trip now at fla-keys.com. I did a really fun thing the other day. This is kind of a local thing. I flew to Muskoka for lunch. Yeah, and a quick fat bike in the snow around Bracebridge. That's P-H-A-T, baby. Seriously, Fly GTA flew eight of us up to the Muskoka airport to chat with the various resort operators and outdoorsy, adventure-like people. Flying to the Lake District lets you skip Highway 400 completely. So you get to the cottage in 30 minutes. Imagine a summer-long weekend and no six-hour highway. No cottage? No problem. There are multiple inns and spas, all very tidily listed at discovermuskoka.ca. 
We were hanging with the guys at Live Outside, who take people fat biking and skin skiing, snowshoeing, ice climbing, and in the summer, all the paddles, all the fields. That's liveoutside.ca. And hey, you Americans, Muskoka was practically invented by the Americans. They even have Muskoka chairs, which are just like Adirondack chairs. Hmm. You need to come up and visit. Canada? Where's Canada? North of Buffalo somewhere. You people in the six, you need to visit flygta.com and check out the prices. They also fly to Niagara every day, which is just as cool. And speaking of airplanes, here's a real piece of my mind. It's not what you think. My beef today is about wedding parties at the airport. Gah. Like, who invited them? Some kind of sadist? I see these clumps of kids at the airport all the time, all loud and in their tracksuits, yelling at each other, dumb as a bag of hair. One's got her dress in a big bag, so you know she's the loser bride. An acre of chiffon. The boys all have big, thick necks, jeans with fake creases at the knees, too many brand names all at once. The parents are just as bad, flip-flops off, bare feet on the seats, running up to Starbucks every two seconds. This is not your trailer, people. This is a public lounge. I have to move away sometimes so I can't see or hear them. It's even funnier when they're coming home from their two-star fantasy, with their day-after-the-night-before hairdo, or else everybody's twirling their corn braids, picking Doritos out of their teeth. Gross. Really, the best way to have a destination wedding? Just elope. I guess today's moral is, hold the ladder steady, my friends. That's good advice. Hey, send me an email to info at travelright.today and let me know what you think about the show and what you want to hear more about. Find more travel inspiration at travelright.today. Shouts out to countries like America, France, and New Zealand for your extra support. I'm like super hot in New Zealand right now. (laughs) 